welcome to the Purpose and Profit Club podcast for nonprofit leaders, mission-driven creatives, and social entrepreneurs. Get ready to stop dreaming and start doing. Here, ideas become action. We prioritize purpose and profit. You ready? Let's go. All right, friends, this is part two of the Best Year Ever workshop. If you missed part one, go back an episode, listen to that, and then tune into this one. There are some major shifts, some huge light bulb moments, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Next piece I'd love for you to consider. As you're doing this, and Tim, this may help answer your question too, this is something that we're working on in a couple of my programs is really stepping into your thought leadership. So this isn't the sake of more content for more sake, more program updates, more, more, more. This is stepping into your thought leadership, your expertise, your like truly what it is you you are most passionate about and giving your audience like a peek behind the curtain. Does that make sense? So you're letting people in on how things are going. And sometimes those emails of how things are going are not good news emails, right? Where you're like, listen, we thought that this, this fundraiser, we thought this thing would go this way. And sometimes we need to say that. And that is the nudge that our audience needs to go, okay, we're here. We're listening. How can we help? Like sometimes it's that piece. We talk about this in Amplify Social Impact, where we talk about creating a compelling brand voice so that you have some of those stories. So you have some of those buzzwords to draw draw from. So you're thinking about who that target audience is. Yesterday, I recorded a podcast, which I'll probably send out, I don't know, in the next couple of weeks. And I was talking about this idea of creating content. So it could be an email. It could be a social post. It could be an entire social campaign. And before you do anything, before you write the copy, before you design the creative, pick out the image, any of that, you think about your best client or donor and how badly they want an update from you, how excited they are to receive those emails, to receive, like, you know, the people that always comment on your social posts or the people that reply to your emails. I have them in my world. I know you have them in your world too, the people you can count on. If you think about them, when you were writing, when you were going to create the content, the content, the, 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 not only is, are the words you choose different, like it lands differently because what so many people do, and this is really common for a lot of entrepreneurs as well, is we think about our like grumpiest client. We think about our grumpiest subscriber. We think about our grumpiest donor. We think about our grumpiest person who's going to have something to say. Okay. We think about that. And we are writing in a way that's almost apologetic. Hey, I'm sorry for reaching out again. You may have you may have already seen my email. You may have already seen we have a friend. No, 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 no. No one's attracted to that. No one is like, I'm. Thank you for your apologetic email. Here's a donation. I want to get involved. Right? No, we are attracted to people's enthusiasm, to their commitment, to their unwavering dedication. I am not annoyed when people email me a lot. I'm not. It's I. I'm never annoyed when the gap sends me a bunch of emails. Okay. I just don't open them if I don't want to read them. Okay. They're on your email list for a reason. They're subscribing. They're on your, they're following you on Instagram for a reason, right? And don't forget, especially on Instagram, especially on Facebook. If you, if you post five times this week, nine times out of 10, your audience is not seeing all five posts, right? It's really important that you remember that. And you're like, I need to, I need to share again. The other piece of this is mention it often, but say it in different ways. So even the way that I position this workshop, I think I sent five emails about it. I think I have to go back. 
I said it different ways. Okay. I didn't say, here it is. Here's the three things you'll learn. Goodbye. Right. I said it in different ways so that if I wasn't clear or if that wasn't exactly the right thing, I can position it well. It also gives me the flexibility to not to not drown somebody in a long list of what it's going to be and say, you know, I'm going to say it in this bite-sized way this time and in this bite-sized way that time. There is a saying, and I do not know who to attribute it to, a confused mind doesn't buy. A confused mind doesn't donate either. If it's confusing, if it's long, if it's wordy, if it's unclear, they're scrolling on by. So when you say it often, when you double your frequency, when you post more, when you make more asks, you give an opportunity for you to be more clear and you give an opportunity for your audience to get it, for it to land, for it to hit, okay? All right, I'm gonna give you step three. How is that one landing with you? How are we feeling about this? We're saying goodbye to rear view mirror thinking. We're taking what worked from last year. And I want you to really be curious about injecting new ideas. I'm gonna read the chat here for a second. Okay, I see how big I like it. Yay, Mona. Okay, our people like to post GoFundMe for whenever we have a large vet bill, but I feel like our audience burns out from seeing this too often. Is there a better way to do this? We are thinking about starting a medical fund. Is that a good idea? Vet costs are the top 95% in the country. Okay, Mona, please lead with uh, that in your in your co- copy. Never for never assume that your audience knows that stat. I love that stat. And I don't love it, but I love that you told it to me. Vet costs are the top 95% in the country. That's bananas, okay? Your audience needs to know that. Don't assume that they know that. Do you want to lead with that? And yeah, I hear what you're saying. What you're saying is we have a lot of reactionary donations through this GoFundMe. And I would think that's very common in your sector. I like the idea of a medical fund. Here's what's probably happening though. You're having a lot of reactionary um, pieces happening because people are able to identify, connect, relate to that one animal, that one kitten, that one puppy, right? For the GoFundMe. So how do you bridge the gap between creating a medical fund and still having those individual stories? hundred percent, you can do it. And I would just think about what that looks like for doing the medical fund. And you can even say, listen, I see you, my GoFundMes. You guys love a GoFundMe. You're all, I can count on you for the GoFundMes. And we love that. But you know what else we love? We love sustainability and we love growing. We can help so many more animals, so many more animals when we have a sustainable funding, right? When we have sustainable funding, that's why we're creating this medical fund, right? It is the response to the GoFundMes that put put us in a peak and valley, peak and valley, peak and valley. You know what's better for the animals? Not that, right? So you can talk about that piece. Okay, third step. This is going to be the most woo part of today's workshop. The third step is deciding that it's working, deciding that it's working. Because what I really, really, really want you to get out of today is I want you to try new things. I want you to have the most successful year ever because you tried new marketing strategies and One of the hardest parts of trying new marketing strategies is getting your own belief to feel like people want to hear it, to get out of your own way because it feels uncomfortable, new, different, because you're going to hear some no's. If you pitch a bunch of influencers or ambassadors and you do it right and you follow my method that I teach, guess what? You're going to hear some no's. 
You might even hear some nothings where people just don't even answer. And I actually want that for you because those are the stepping stones to all of the yeses. I've seen this in my own business. The more no's I get, the more yeses I get. They are correlation, right? So let it be a little uncomfortable. But first, I want you to decide that whatever it is you decide to do. So say next month, you're like, this is our new campaign. We're doing a TikTok. Here's what it's going to be. And don't make it arbitrary like we're just doing a TikTok. Decide what it is. It is. How often are you posting? What is the content about? What is the call to action? Get those like containers. What is the start and finish? Okay. And then say, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. People are going to share our TikToks. I know they are. People are going to respond to our content. I know they are. Decide it, okay? This is everything. I have built, I don't know, six courses, a lot of courses now. I give you all the templates. I give you all the tools. I give you the videos. I give you all of that. But if your mind is like, I don't know, I don't know, no one's going to want this. This is going to be, nah. It will be like that. It will, the templates will not work. If you're like, you know what, Christina, I, there's, there's no one in my community. There's no one. Then there will be no one in your community, right? Like you will make that true. I know it's real mindset but I really want you to go there. So yesterday I woke up, it was like six, I don't know, 6.45. Our house at 6.45 is like, you know, getting the kids out the door, you know, getting everybody all the foods and all the bags and all that. Okay. I woke up. The very first thing I do after I brush my teeth is go get coffee. So before I can do anything, I got to get coffee. I took the creamer out of the fridge and I was like, immediately, I was like, this feels warm. And I was like, oh no. And I was like, the creamer feels warm. And so I looked at the little fridge and it has the little displays and it said that our fridge temp was 55 degrees and our freezer temp was negative 16. I'm like, crap, something is wrong. And I kind of look at my husband and we're both just like super bleary eyed. And we're just trying to figure out like what's going on. We're pressing buttons and nothing's working. Okay. Clearly the fridge has kind of crapped out and this is a problem. All the groceries, we did all the grocery shopping the day before the veggie box came the day before. And it was just like, no. And there's just the hubbub of getting out the door. Immediately, my husband is stressed. He's stress face. He's like, I got to go to work. I can't deal with this right now. He's total stress face. And listen, I've been there too. In that moment, I had like a crossroads. I had an intersection. I could be there too, where I'm like, I got a busy day. I don't have time to deal with this. But I don't know. I made a choice. And I want to say I don't know why, but I, I do know why. I just made a choice in that moment. I was like, I'm going to figure this out. It's fine. It's fixed. It's done. And I was like, and it's not going to cost a lot. We're going to figure it out. And so he leaves, he takes the kids, he leaves. I get on my phone. I go to my local neighborhood Facebook group. I Google or I search the word uh, fridge. Two names come up. I pick one. I call him. It's by now it's 729. I actually, right before I hit dial, I said, is it too early to call somebody? And I was like, seven. seven." Hmm." So I decided, Anthony, I'm calling him. I wake Anthony up. Anthony, I wake up. I'm like, hey, it's got your name. Our fridge isn't working. Can you come by? And he's like, yeah, I'll be there in two hours. Text me your address. I got you. He shows up in two hours. Now I have a class to teach. And I'm like, I know I'm going to get this done before the class. I need, because I'm like, I can't be going back and forth on the fridge stuff. We get it done. He comes, he checks it out. He's like, you got to empty everything. (laughs) We got to defrost your fridge. I get everything out. I run to the neighbors. I give her a bag of food to put in her fridge. He goes to get it part. He comes back. It is done, paid for, dusted by 1130. And the best part of that is that it was like 
not stressful. And it wasn't stressful because the activity itself was like completely unplanned and kind of stressful, like in theory. But I was just like, he's fine. He's going to be great. He's got it. Everything's good. We're going to work this out. This is just a bump in today's little radar, right? And you can do that too in every part of your marketing campaign and really in every part of your business. Because what happens is we start a new marketing campaign and then you basically have the proverbial fridge go out, right? You have those moments where you're like, that did not go that way. That person said they would do that thing and they didn't. And you can choose in that moment to flip out over it or to stress out or what I see most commonly happen, bail, right? You just bail. You're like that, this, I knew it wasn't going to work anyway, right? Just bail, get smaller, quiet, quit. Or you can double down and go, you know what? Setback, I got this. We're going to go. We're going to go. Okay. One of the, one of the share, one of the things I want to share with you in this decide it's working piece is this. There is a study I read and I, I looked again to attribute it and I can't find it, but I will attribute it to a book that I read. This is cues from Vanessa Van Edwards. And in it, she star- shares this study. She says in one study, some phone operators read scripts printed on plain paper while others used scripts with a runner winning the race on top. You with me? One script was a blank piece of paper, script. The other blank piece of paper, script, runner winning the race on top. At the end of the three-hour shift, the group with the image of the runner winning the race raised 60% more money. How can that be? 60% more money. Like if you're like, holy crap, type of one in the chat, 60% more. Same people, same scripts, same time bound, three hours. Why? That image triggered triggered most likely neural maps in our brain of perseverance, speed, and winning. And what I love about this is it didn't show an image of, you know, money, like piles of money or banking or whatever, right? It showed a runner winning the race. Like, let's just think about those people making those calls. They probably, who knows if they were runners or not. Now, this is one of the few times in today's training, I'm going to share my screen with you. So let me do that. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's the image, right? Or this is my image, my version of the image. Dude crossing the finish line. That's it. Imagine if you went to create content, to go call a major donor, to go ask for more, to ask pitch, you're going to set aside two hours to pitch digital ambassadors, right? To do any kind of content campaign. And in, in your, on your screen, posted on your wall is an image like this, or maybe it's an image like this. Oh, you're welcome, Tim. I'm glad you came and there will be a replay. I'll send it to you. Or maybe an image like this. And I love all these because For me, they're outdoors. And I think there's something there too in our neural maps. It just immediately makes me happy to see outdoors. Um, But it's just the fact that that little thing, I mean, really, if you get nothing from today, do that. The next time you have to do any kind of fundraising, any kind of marketing, any kind of pitching or hard thing, stop what you're doing and go look at a picture first. Go look at a picture that is inspiring, that is winning, okay? If you're with me, give me a yes in the chat. If you're like, yes, okay. I see, I love this, yes, okay. The last couple of pieces I wanna give you is committing to imperfect action. So all of this, any marketing strategy you plan, any new idea, 
let it be imperfect. Let it be imperfect. Like let that sink in. Go load Grammarly on your your um on your on your Chrome as an extension. Like imperfect doesn't mean typos. Imperfect doesn't mean that it's misspelled. But imperfect means I'm going to get it to to great and I'm going to move on. And that is how you can do step two, which is create double the amount of you know emails to create double the amount of outreach because you're not stewing and spinning out in trying to make it perfect and and editing and rereading it a tenth time. You with me? Like you want to make sure that you're just like getting it to good and going because the money happens in the action. The money doesn't happen in the prep phase. The money doesn't happen in the like planning phase. The money happens when you are taking action, when you are going, right? So commit to imperfect action. Let it be uncomfortable. Decide ahead of time that maybe it will be productive, possible, successful, easy. Like decide what you want your marketing campaign to feel like and know that there will be aspects of it that will feel uncomfortable. Like every single person on here, like that makes sense. It's going to feel a little bit uncomfortable. Anytime you're, remember step one, you have to go outside. You're literally going outside your comfort zone. It's supposed to feel uncomfortable when you go outside your comfort zone, right? So that's normal. But I like to 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 create this concept, and this is really where my podcast was created on this idea, deciding the thoughts to think on purpose. So a lot of times we aren't really noticing the thoughts we're thinking at all, the good ones and the not so helpful ones. But some of the helpful ones are as simple as it's working. This is working. This is going to be a huge success. I'm going to reach my goal. I'm willing to try this. Like those are thoughts to think and practice on purpose. Okay. All right. We are going to do a Q&A. So if anyone has any questions, go ahead and put them in the chat. But first, tell me if this was helpful. Tell me what's sticking out with for you in this uh, workshop. I'd love to know. Okay. Let's see. So to recap, we talked about going outside, literally and figuratively going outside saying goodbye to rear view mirror thinking and strategies, okay? And doubling down, doing more of your outreach, doing more prospecting, doing more emails, right? More. Deciding that it's working, okay? I can help you with every aspect of this. I'm going to share with you two things. I'm going to share with you this. This is my program, Amplify Social Impact. So for anyone who hasn't taken this course, this is my signature course that teaches you how to create a digital marketing or digital ambassador program, a social street team, how to pitch influencers, just like Elena here. I love this example. I do not know Elena. I found her and I loved her, her bio so much. It is here. So what her bio says on Instagram is who she is, what she does, and guess what? What organizations she is an ambassador for, what organizations she aligns with. And she has 267,000 followers. If I'm interested in what she does, I'm going to click on those. I'm going to check those out. The other piece of this that I love, love, love is that these are not giant organizations. These are organizations I've never heard of. These are probably community, local to her community. The cost of not doing this this year, the cost of waiting is huge because this is how you step into, this is how you, using the Elena's of the world is how you step outside, right? And get the traction, get to see more visibility, more reach, more revenue. That's it for the best year ever workshop. You heard me mention a couple of different programs. If you are interested in influencer marketing, creating a digital ambassador program and really leveling up 
your online fundraising this year, I wanna invite you to join Amplify Social Impact. I'm gonna to link to it in the notes here. If you go to splendidcourses.com forward slash free training, that will take you to a masterclass where I really share with you how influencer marketing and creating a social street team can transform your awareness online. Plus, you'll get a peek behind the scenes of the course and figure out if it's right for you. If you believe in the role of reciprocity, just like I do, take a quick moment to rate and review this podcast. I would be so grateful. Tag me in a post on social media and let me know what you think over at Splendid Consulting. It helps this podcast show up in the feed of other change makers and social entrepreneurs just like you. Think you've reached out to everyone in your network? Are you out of ideas to get noticed and get funded? I hear you. That's why I'm giving you a chance to steal my prospect list. Yes, you can generate leads for your nonprofit or impact-driven business. Grab my mini training and list delivered to your inbox instantly. Go to splendidcourses.com forward slash prospect.